Welcome back to This Week in Film. It's the weekly podcast where we get together and talk about the movies we've seen over the past seven days. I'm Nick Pronto, joined as always by Midwest Matt Lauer. Matt, how's it going? It's going all right. How are you, Nick? I'm good. When I said your name, I pointed. Oh, that's what was going on there. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I pointed all the way to Chicago. That's me, in the Midwest. Chi-town. So, Matt, we're going to do something a little different this week. Um, We both watched the movie Skyscraper, starring The Rock. And and we're going to do like a, a real deep dive into the movie. Uh, a real deep dive into a very shallow movie. That's right. And uh, we'll we'll just see how this goes. So uh, here we go. So we watched the movie Skyscraper 2018, written and directed by Rawson Marshall Thurber. And uh, I don't, I can't think of anything else this guy has done. I should probably look that up. I've never heard his name before. I've never heard the name Rawson before. <laughs> that too. Rawson. Let's see. He did Easy A, which is that uh, movie with uh, Stone. Emma Stone. Yeah. And he did. Oh, he directed Dodgeball. Really? Interesting. Well, now I don't know how to feel about this guy. I still feel the same. Because I love Dodgeball. All right. I enjoyed Dodgeball enough. uh, I haven't seen Easy A. I haven't either. I think my wife has seen it, and I believe she enjoys it. Uh, But this movie, written and directed by Rawson Marshall Thurber, uh, feels like he really wanted to make his own Die Hard. And so he did. Yeah. Yeah. uh, It seems like someone told him to write some sort of Die Hard. Right, yeah. Um. Yeah, it's like a PG-13 diehard that takes place in Hong Kong. Uh, So the movie starts out really uh, dark. There's a really dark beginning. I have that note, too. Yeah. Yeah, It starts with, like, even just the music before you're even really seeing anything. It's just got this serious tone to it. uh Uh-huh. I mean, the first shot is a dead cop who's, like, bleeding out next to his squad car. Well, and you're and you're seeing as far as like the Die Hard thing goes to, you're seeing like snow falling, and I'm like, is this another Christmas movie? Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, uh, and uh, and you don't see any other snow. I have no idea whether it's Christmas or not. <laughs> like, throughout yeah. the rest of the movie, there's nothing at all to indicate that it's winter, right? Including what people are wearing, right? Yeah, because it seems like people are wearing summer clothes and winter coats. Yeah, I, I think the only reason that snow was there to get was to get you prepared for a Die Hard movie. Yeah, you know, back in the day, once Die Hard, you know, hit the scene, there were movies that were coming out that were being pitched. I think in offices, but also to the public, as like it's Die Hard on a blah blah blah. Like Speed was Die Hard on a bus. Um, this one must have been like it's Die Hard. In a building. <laughs> it's like just, Die Hard. It's just Die Hard in a Die Hard. It, or, or they said it's Die Hard, but in Japan. Yeah. Hong Kong. Oh, sorry. You're racist. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't 
completely paying attention throughout this movie. Um, <laughs> there were a lot of moments where I was like, hey, wait, what just happened? I sort of zoned out and yeah. I'm not bothered to go back and check. Yeah, I, I took so many notes during this movie that I've probably missed half of it and don't really care. Um, so we see the dead cop next to his squad car and the camera zooms out to reveal a, a very large police presence covering a hostage situation. And, uh, inside this, this cabin, uh, well, police question mark, because I don't know. Oh, I have a, I have a, I have a note that says police dash army division right yeah 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 that's what i was like the fbi has their own special forces unit yeah so like negotiations with the the hostage taker uh break down and uh so like the fbi sends in the fbi special forces and the rock and his team uh this is where the rock comes in his team rappel down the side of a mountain for some reason I think just in order to show that the rock knows how to repel. To show repelling, yeah. Yeah. And uh and they go up to the back of the cabin where they blow out the back of the cabin with like one of those explosives that like creates a doorway. And yeah, that that explode in one direction. Yeah. I and mean I believe things like this sort of exist, but it was a little strange that the explosives on the outside of the wall just brought the whole part of the wall outward in the shape of a door too yeah pretty much <laughs> like you could you if you had a door on you you could just hinge it up to that yeah um so they they blow up the wall and then they go inside to shoot the man inside like that's their job is to go in and eliminate the target and uh once inside the rock and his team have this guy totally dead to rights like there's like 15 laser sights on the guy and he slowly turns around and he's holding a child in his arms and uh one of the one of the special forces guys has a like has a laser shot on the guy's head and he's like i got him i got him the rock <laughs> and the rock's like hold on hold on maybe we can talk this out and that's no longer the rock's job the rock's job is not to talk things out yeah, he's not the negotiator. Yeah, the negotiator has failed, and then this is this is your job is to this, go in. This, this is and, to go in and kill him. You're the neutralizer. Go in and neutralize. Yeah. And so the guy puts the kid down and reveals that he's got this bomb strapped to his chest, and he blows it up. <laughs> and this yeah, this bomb has to kill half of the people in the room. Well, and and. So before he even turns around with the kid, he's not holding anything. Like, that guy's like, he does not have a kid in his hands. And then when he turns around, you know, like, this, the camera cuts away to the rock, then it comes back to the guy, and he turns around, and he's got a kid. Oh, is that how it is? And, yeah, well, I mean, in terms of, like, this is how they were trying to convince us. It's 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 just, it's... Stupid. That's <laughs> what it is. <laughs> it's it's visually not compelling. It's like oh, when they cut to the rock, someone brought a kid in and put it in that guy's hands because right. he there's no way he was holding a kid beforehand. And then when they cut to the rock again to see him see that the guy is uh, I don't know getting ready to put down the kid or whatever. Uh huh. 
Then they put like 80 pounds of explosives on it. <laughs> like, like, this guy's just getting bulkier and bulkier with items on his person. Uh-huh. Um, and there's no way any of that was there when they walked in. It's just not. Right. So anyway, that 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 bugged me. Yeah. Well, there are going to be a lot of moments like that where I'm just like, this just bugged me. Yeah. Um, not a good movie. And uh, so like, this is all the rock's fault. Like, it's his call to not shoot the guy. It's his call to try to talk to him. And that gave the, the guy time to blow up, blow up the room. All right. So the next thing that happens is we, we see the rock in a fancy Navy hospital. And uh, the doctor is Nev Campbell. And uh, like the, Nev Campbell shows up and I'm like, is that Nev Campbell? I think it's Nev Campbell. It is Nev Campbell. <laughs> <laughs> Um, he's all banged up. Like his face is all totally bloodied and, and bashed and bruised, but he doesn't look like someone two feet from a giant explosion should look. And, uh, and that's how this movie starts. It starts up with the, the rock getting exploded. It's did, uh, did we warn the listeners about spoilers? Uh, spoiler alert. Yeah. (laughs) For the entire movie. The next thing that happens is we're in beautiful Hong Kong and we're learning about this fancy super giant skyscraper. And based on the title of the movie, this is where the rest of the movie will be taking place. Or so you think. We see some news reports from a variety of different news networks that all conveniently tell us the story about the super giant skyscraper and how wonderful it is. Oh, and how it's been mankind's singular desire to touch the sky. <laughs> uh, I had a real problem with that because no, no, men want to do uh, humankind or men specifically also want to touch lots of other things. Just ask the president, I but <laughs> I don't think everyone's like, yeah, the singular desire we have, the one thing we want to do is touch the sky. I mean, I'm reaching up right now and I'm like, this is pretty great. Oh, I wish prove me wrong. I wish I could be half a mile higher doing this. We see the rock and he looks none the worse for rare, except he's missing a leg. And uh he does have one fancy prosthetic leg. That uh we assume that he lost his leg in the explosion. Well, side note here on this whole when they're talking about the uh the skyscraper as like the little pitch that says like, you know, mankind wants to reach the sky all that they also use the phrase spared no expense i wrote it became that down. really clear to me in that moment that like jurassic park 100 percent owns that phrase yeah yeah i wrote that note down too i wrote that down uh and i i have a, a thought that follows it when i when we get to it oh i thought we were there nope <laughs> Well, you know, they, they do say they do say spared no expense, but uh, but um, well, I guess we can go to it, go through it now. But uh, the so the Rock uh owns some kind of company that that isn't very clear. He's some sort of fire inspector guy, uh, security safety consultant. Yeah, something like that. And um, his the reason that he got the job in Hong Kong is because one of his ex special forces guys who also got blown up because his neck has slightly damaged. So the rocks job is to inspect buildings for security and fire, fire safety, whatever. 
and his buddy that got him the job was one of the one of his special forces mates and uh you can tell because he's got a burned face or his neck his face is is pretty fine but his neck is slightly disfigured and and when they see each other they're like brother brother yeah Um, anyway and so this is where he's hiring the rock because the rock is so cheap He's like, you cost so much less than the other security consultants. and this- I think that's what they said to Nev Campbell, too, when they hired her for the movie. <laughs> <laughs> and, and don't get me wrong. I actually really like Nev Campbell. I was excited to see her in something again. But when that line popped, I was like, that explains. She's here. She's not expensive. Um, but I was like, this is, this building spared no expense except for the the corners it's cutting to hire the rock to do some fire protection in order to get insurance clearance for the building. Yeah. That cut the corners. Yeah. Do you, do you remember how tall the building's actually supposed to be? No. I know the fire starts, the, the fire starts on like the 98th floor, which looked about halfway up. Yeah, and they keep saying like the top half. Yeah, which also sounded weird. Like I felt like they're, they, you know how like with boats you can't say like the side of the boat or like the floor. There are like specific words for it. Right. I feel like in building terms there would be something for like the upper half and the bottom half. They just keep saying the top half of the building. I'm like the, the top half. That's what I would call it. But the top I half feel is like, called the scraper. There we go. That's, that's not true, I'm sure. Yeah. Sounds good enough. We meet The Rock. He's getting dressed for his, his day at work, uh, wearing the clothes he'll wear for the whole movie. Uh, he mm-hmm. puts he puts on his fancy prosthetic legs. and um, Leg. Leg, right. His fancy prosthetic leg. And then we learn that The Rock is a good husband and a good father. And we know that he's really good with technology because he knows how to fix his wife's phone by turning it off and turning it on again. Mm-hmm. Straight out of the IT crowd. Right. It's, it's it's something that's so blatant that you're like, this is how the movie's going to end, isn't it? Right. <laughs> <laughs> so then uh, a friend, the, the Rock's friend shows up uh, and immediately red flags. Well, hang on, hang on, hang on. Because uh-huh. as they're showing that he's a good family man, they also are showing how much his family loves him and how much Nev Campbell is more capable than The Rock. <laughs> like, she's stuck, aside from the phone thing, up to that point that she asks him to restart her phone, uh-huh. um, which she seems to do just for the sheer joy of it anyway. She's like, I like when you restart it. She's talking to him like he's like five years old. Like, she's getting him ready for school. And not just because she's straightening his tie, but also just the way she's talking to him and the way he's looking at her. Like, he's like a deer in headlights. And I get that, you know, I don't know, maybe the implication there is that, like, because he messed up once when he should have shot that guy, he's nervous about messing up again. Ignoring the fact that he's built this company that he has for however many years. Um and and she's basically like giving him the go to school it'll be fine you'll make friends speech mm-hmm. so he can go to work yeah you're right 
That's great. So then uh, after that, the Rock's friend shows up, uh, and it's his buddy from uh, from the Special Forces with the messed up neck. Uh, he shows up, and immediately red flags started going off on him. I was like, "This oh, guy, yeah. this guy's no good. He's a he's <laughs> a bad egg right here." Yeah, there was. There's no like. Even you see him like. Oh well, I guess that comes later. But this this movie just doesn't wait very long to be like. By the way, this guy's in on it. <laughs> right. It's, there's no. Uh, it's it's not a twist. Yeah, he does seem to have all his limbs. Though he doesn't look like he lost any arms or legs, so that he's he's got that going for him. Uh, the rocks, the rocks family goes off to the zoo to meet some pandas, and the rock yeah. goes off to work. Yeah, yeah. The 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 dude makes a big deal about how oh you guys are gonna get to see the late night panda feeding, <laughs> yeah. and I was like, okay, the late night part makes sense because you find out I don't know fifteen minutes later that they're trying to keep them out of the house. But um, but panda feeding. I'm like pandas eat bamboo, and they do it the whole time. Right. So so on one hand, I'm like, first of all, tons of people have seen pandas eating. <laughs> Second of all, they're just eating bamboo. It's not it's not like you're watching the chicken dangle over the crocodile, right? At, yeah. You know, some sort of reptile preserve. You're just watching a thing chew on some plants. <laughs> Adorably. Like, and the kids don't even oh I was gonna say the kids don't even look excited, but here's the thing. Nobody in this movie, aside from Nev Campbell, is putting in an ounce of effort. Right. Nobody gives a shit. It's 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 kind of ridiculous because like The Rock, his biggest thing is that he's got tons of charisma. And and I don't know if you had really felt this way at this point in the movie, but I think I was I was already off to kind of a bad start going, I don't feel like The Rock's really into this yeah i have um, that feeling too oh and it just sticks and yeah. it just gets worse throughout the rest of the movie um but anyway the guy's like yeah you're gonna get to see the panda feeding and the kids are like okay <laughs> uh then we find out that one of the kids has asthma and i'm and immediately i'm like all right so i know this building gets lit on fire the kid has asthma he's probably gonna need an inhaler this just like panic room, and every other goddamn movie just signs. I don't know, but like most movies with kids, I mean, it's a joke at this point to go like when there's a kid in a movie, you can go, "Do they have asthma?" Right. Half the time they will. I mean, I put a note in big caps and underlined with an exclamation point that says, "Fucking kid has asthma," <laughs> <laughs> and. And how, you know, Nick, how did that, how that turn out? Did the asthma ever even play a relevant role in anything? Was uh, there any need at all for that kid to have asthma? There was, there was one moment when the building's on fire where the kid is, is short of breath. And yeah. so he just uses the inhaler again. Yeah. And that was yeah. it. And, and you know who else should have been short of breath? The rock. Everyone in the building <laughs> breathing in smoke. But right. anyway, we'll get to that later. Yeah. The asthma does nothing in this movie and they could have saved themselves the embarrassment of just not having Yeah, they could have just not had asthma. Yep. Uh so the rock goes off with his friend to meet the owner of the skyscraper who's like at the top of the skyscraper where and then the rock's family goes to the bottom of the skyscraper because inside the skyscraper there's there's like a zoo, there's a, a mall, there's there's all kinds of stuff. And the reason the rock is in the building is to approve 
the the fire suppression systems of the residential areas which are which are about to open and that's where the rocks family is staying is in the residential area this this building's so big it's got a zoo the guy that the rock meets who owns the building is chin han uh and he played the money guy in the dark knight who says he's good at calculation and for for a while i thought it was bd wong the dr wong from jurassic park oh who's the racist now (laughs) (laughs) yeah and he's he's being shown around yeah uh there's like a room of mirrors the most impractical room that there (laughs) ever was and um Oh, inside, and it's it's inside the Pearl. Now, yeah. the whole building's called the Pearl, right? Right, yeah. But and the Pearl itself... Is a giant ball at like it's the a, top of the skyscraper. It's a silver tennis ball. Yeah. It even has the swirly pattern on it. And that's where they are while they're having this chat. Yeah. He, um, the guy Han gives the rock a fancy iPad that's like loaded to scan his face and will give him access to the offsite security location, which is where all the fire prevention controls are. And then, uh, and then that's when they go into the Pearl, which, which I will only refer to as the holodeck at this point. <laughs> and, uh. It can it can only a room like this only exists for a climax of a movie to be. There's no right. there's no other reason a fancy digital hall of mirrors for the rock to for, exist except for the rock to have a shootout inside it. And then for some reason the rock's friend gets a text saying, uh, "Get the rock on a boat." So they go on a boat. <laughs> well, wait, 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 because because that while they were up there, one of the things that this guy does. Um, is he, I don't know, turns on cameras that make it look like they, like it's cameras that show stuff inside that make it look like you're just floating in air. Yeah. Like way above the ground. And now, so if you were standing on, in a building and then suddenly everything disappeared from underneath you. Uh huh. Now I have a fear of heights. So, which only at one point in this entire movie ever did anything for me. But I think even if you didn't have a fear of heights, having this whole building disappear from underneath you would be terrifying. Yeah. Well, he the does. The rock's response. Is, <laughs> the rock grabs whoa. at his chest. Sort of. He like he kind of just goes like, "Oh my." Yeah, that's about. It's about it. It's like take Keanu Reeves. Whoa from the matrix subtract about half of it and you've got the rock's response to being suddenly in the middle of the sky and then the guy leaves him in the room where the door shuts and closes and there's no way for the rock to get out (laughs) like the rock must immediately forget where the door is and totally lose himself in this super digital room yeah that would have been cool to see the next scene where he's just putting his hands against the invisible wall yeah. trying to find the door <laughs> for the next 30 minutes it's just the rock like, knocking on a wall hello taking every step really cautiously as though he might fall off the edge of something because yeah. he can't see anything and uh and that never comes back again that the fact nope. that the room turns into like the outside it never sure comes back then for some reason the rock's friend has to get the rock on a boat so the next scene they're on a boat 
the rock tells his friend about how great his life has been since the explosion. <laughs> <laughs> and the friend is like, yeah, things sound great for you. I've, I've had a rough time of it. <laughs> well, and, and, and the way he says something like, like the rocks, like, Oh man, if I didn't have my family, I'd have nothing. If I didn't have my family, I'd be, and the guy's like, me? Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, did his family die? Like, what? what is the implication here? Like, just that it sucked since he got blowed up? Uh-huh. <laughs> or is it like, I don't know. It makes it sound like everyone around him is, he's, he's extra alone. Meanwhile, yeah. like, the guy looks fine. He's got some burn on his neck, but he's successful and seems... Pretty well adjusted. Yeah. Seems like things are okay for him. Yeah. I mean, he was back an additional two feet, so that's why he probably wasn't that affected by the explosion. Yeah, well, and and I guess um, maybe he just meant that he's single, and that's just the worst thing in the world. It really is. It really it's like is. A, it's like they snuck an old-school chick flick into this. Yeah. <laughs> the sequel is him going out there and Getting into the dating pool. So then, uh, it's not. So then the next thing that happens is this guy on the boat runs up to the rock and steals his purse and then cuts the rock on the arm. I like to say that he stole the rock's purse because the rock is so big that even a regular sized bag looks small on him. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Uh, the next thing that happens is we're at the offsite building location and there's a wall there's like a worker and he looks at the wall and the wall is like slowly cracking and collapsing in front of him and he like walks over to it and and then the wall just reveals a tunnel is being dug into the into this building and and someone grabs him by the throat and kills him and a team of bad guys climbs out of the tunnel well and this is another one of those things just like the the guy who turns around with the kid and had no kid before that, and then turns around with a bomb and had no bomb on him before that. Uh-huh. Um, because here, the guy has a flashlight that he, he, he scopes this hole out for like a good 20 seconds or so. It's very clear that he doesn't see anything. Yeah. And then an arm bursts out and strangles him. Right. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. Uh, so then that scene's over and we're at the rock's friend's house where he has like a medical kit and he's patching up the rock's arm. And then the rock pulls out of his, uh, his gigantic breast pocket of his coat, this iPad and his wallet. And the guy's like, Oh, you have the iPad still? And he's like, yeah, I kept it in my pocket. <laughs> like you cannot fit an iPad in a pocket. It's too big. <laughs> it's just... Well, you're not as big as the rock. That's true. That's yeah, I don't have a... the rock's pockets are huge. Yeah, and so then the guy's like, "Oh," and he goes to the bathroom and uh, like makes a phone call. But meanwhile, back at the skyscraper, Nev Campbell and the kids come home early. I I forget why. Oh, uh, because the kid ate some crappy uh, candy and got sick. Is that really why? Oh, yeah, because then she says to him, yeah, little stupid boy, whatever his name is, he threw up, and The Rock does not care. He's like, <laughs> oh, is he okay? Like, there's no, like, 
uh, there's no like, oh, oh no, he missed out on something. Is he all right? It's just like, oh yeah, is he all right? Yeah. Okay. I got. Oh, he's like, is he okay? Does not care. Yeah. Well, I got stabbed today. Oh, that's how my day's going. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so then uh, Nev Campbell runs into a bad guy in the hallway, and he's clearly a bad guy. Like there's all kinds of red flags going up about this guy. Nev Campbell is immediately suspicious, but does nothing about it. And then, uh, right, yeah, he's like practically molesting the kids with like the way yeah. he's interacting with them. Was he in their apartment? Uh, or they I think just he was headed it. towards it. Yeah. I th- yeah, I think they were outside the apartment. And he was like coming one way out of like a like a stairwell or something and she was coming the other way from like an elevator and they were kind of running into each other right in front of the apartment. Okay. All right. So the, she's suspicious of that guy and then that scene ends and then we're back at the rock at his friend's house and his friend comes out of the bathroom and points a gun at the rock and then they start to fight and the only way to make the fight even is for the friend to shoot the rock's fake leg off and have the rock hopping around. <laughs> and there's there's a half second where the guy ends up with the leg in his hands uh-huh. and it looks like he's about to beat the rock with his yeah. own leg. It's very weird. <laughs> And yeah. it doesn't quite happen, like the rock blocks it or something, but I have a note that says, was he about to beat the rock with his own leg? <laughs> yeah. And like three question marks. They go back and forth for a while, and then eventually the guy accidentally shoots himself while trying to shoot the rock. So that's that's how that guy dies, and, and the guy's like, your family's already dead, probably. <laughs> and then he dies. And um, while this is going on, the, the Hong Kong version of Elon Musk is... Uh, finding out that his building's on fire right no not yet because at the tower the evil guy who was just like uh with nev campbell him and a crew of people who are all wearing gas masks are are pouring some mysterious powder on the ground and on the side of the bottle of the powder it says that it will ignite when exposed to water why does a powder like that exist what (laughs) (laughs) what Science, is, science science has man. gone too far. Science needs to rein it in. There should never be a powder that can just combine with water and create fire. Well, I think sodium in its pure form is is reactive to water in and of itself. So it might not even be a super technological advancement thing. It might just be uh, harnessing what's naturally there. Oh, science needs to be stopped. <laughs> Um, then, you just want to take a few things out of the periodic table. And yeah, do some editing. Just get rid of no more helium, no more sodium, and uh, no more boron. I think yeah. I think boron's an element. <laughs> it sounds right. So then, these guys who are wearing the gas masks—they're pouring this dust or this powder into the room, and then the room is filled with this powder from like you know just being kicked up. And then when they're done pouring, they all take their gas masks off while the powder right. is still in the room. Yeah, they're still there. And then uh, the the one bad guy lights a flare, and he holds the flare up to the fire, fire like the sprinkler system to start the water coming down, which ignites the powder and starts the fire in the building. And then Hong Kong Elon Musk finds out. Yeah. And just does not give a fuck. He's like, yeah, well, you know, be contained there. And I'm like, I get that he 
isn't scared of the fire because of the security stuff that's built in. Yeah. But you should still be surprised that it's on fire. I think you should still go, hey, wait a minute. A floor of my building's on fire. That's not good. Yeah. Inherently. Not even that there's a threat from it, but just that's not... That's not how it's supposed to be. But he just, it not shocked at all, doesn't give a fuck. Yeah, he's like, I could care less that the building's yep. on fire. He's like, it's a giant building. It's going to catch on fire every now and then. <laughs> it's almost like he's waiting for it. Like, yeah, I was waiting to test out this yeah. system. Let me show you. So, meanwhile, at the off-site location, which is where that tunnel was, uh, the group of bad guys, including like this super badass chick, kill everyone that works there. And then they they run some program on the computer which locks the fire controls out. Like, they lock the tower out of the fire controls. And they turn off all of the fire suppression measures in the building. And is this where... Is this where the the one like computer nerd guy is like, I'm the only person in the world that knows how to fix this. Isn't that super great? I'm so cool. And then the girl shoots him in the head. Right. Like, and you can totally see it coming too, as he's saying, like, I'm the only one that can do something. Like, you're so dead. Yeah. I'm like, you're a dead man. You are just, you should say at least someone else has it. Don't ever say you're the <laughs> only person who can do something. Yeah. Let's see. Then In, unless someone's, unless someone's actively threatening to kill you right then. And you're saying like, I'm the only one who can do it. So don't get rid of me. Yeah. Uh, so then we go back to the rock at the, the bad guy's apartment. He like, is leaving the building and is this where there's like a whole bunch of bad guys and cops show up and there's a shootout yeah i think and in the meantime the the girl without the dragon tattoo grabs <laughs> his uh the the ipad or whatever and and wait hang on so they cross paths so yeah he's running away yeah he so 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 you can get into the details of this a little bit more but he runs away and then they catch up with him and she needs his face for something yeah. And I thought, but if they needed his face to unlock this thing, why would they try to take it away from him to begin with? Right, exactly. They need his yeah. face to unlock the iPad, which which control controls access to the off-site location, but they're already in the off-site location. So I don't know why they need the iPad at all. So yeah, well, and yeah. So then there, there's like this big shootout with the police and the rock steals a cop's motorcycle and starts riding towards the skyscraper that he can see is on fire. Uh, when he gets to the, like he gets as close as he can get and, and he can see that there's a giant, the, the building's on fire and there's no way he'll be able to get into the building. He sees that there's a giant crane next to the building and he goes, that's how I'm going to get into the tower. He climbs to the top of the crane on the outside of the crane and and the police are chasing him which seems to surprise him he, he's climbing up this crane next to a burning building the size of the i mean he's he's the rock he's huge yeah uh he also just assaulted a bunch of cops and then when people like are chasing him to the like they're running to the thing he's like Oh, oh. <laughs> like, like, crap, they noticed me. Yeah. Who would have thought? Yeah, yeah. And then, like, the news cameras start following him. And this crowd that has gathered below to watch this entire drama unfold is, like, pointing and cheering and, like, reacting to everything The Rock does. 
So the rock slowly climbs up like 98 floors of a crane, exterior of this crane, and he gets to the top and he gets into the crane control, uh, the, the, the controls for the crane, and he knows how to use a crane for some reason. Like if I, well, then, well, I was gonna say, and as he gets in there, there's a kind of funny moment, and there aren't many in this movie. There's just not a lot of fun actually in this movie. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But there's a tiny little moment where he gets ready to bust open the door to the crane, and then he's like, "Oh, I can just open it." Oh yeah, that was that was a great little moment. I love that. That was that was wonderful. I was like, man, this movie needs more of this. Tons like, more. Yeah. And uh, but he can, he knows how to use the crane. Like if I. If I got into a crane with digital controls, not just levers, like this thing has like a touchscreen control interface, I wouldn't know where to begin. And he knows exactly what to do. Like he has to turn the crane, extend a walkway, lower the hook. Well, and he's using a touchscreen that doesn't even have his language on it. Right. And so like he's like he starts swinging the giant hook into the building. Uh, cause he's trying to make like a walkway. So he like swings the hook, throws it one time and it grabs tr- trepidarily. What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Let's go with trepidarily. <laughs> whatever that is. Yeah. And it, and it like hooks to the building trepidarily. And, uh, it means not very well. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, it's 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 only slightly hooked on, right? And so the rock gets out. The cops the cops are just about to get to him, and he just starts running down the ramp, and he just jumps. He he jumps from the crane to the side of the skyscraper, and he makes it. But he's and it's a good like twenty feet. Yeah, and he's just barely like he he just barely makes it. So he's like hanging on to the building, and he's like hanging on to this metal thing, like a metal sheet that in the real world, if he was holding it, it would probably just slice his fingers off. Absolutely, and that's he, I wrote. Hand would be shredded. Yeah, and he's just holding on to it. The, well, and here's the best part of this too: if you've even seen a preview for this movie, you've seen all of this. Yeah, and you've seen the entire movie, by the way. You don't need to see this movie. Yeah, you've you've seen it before, especially if you saw the preview. You're like, oh, he's got magic legs. He's climbing a building. He's uh, he's the rock, which means he's going to win. Spoiler alert. He's going to win. <laughs> <laughs> well, and while he's getting ready to jump to this building, too, they're like, no, don't let him jump. Shoot him. Yeah. <laughs> like, they all think he's going to die anyway. Well, they think the Why? rock. They think the rock is involved with the fire. He, they think he's working with the bad guys. Yeah, yeah, but I don't know if his escape into a burning building is all that like good of a reason to start firing down towards, uh, you know, humans. Yeah, well, the laws like, aren't, aren't some of the shots coming from above and they're like a helicopter or something. Yeah, the laws are different in Hong Kong. You know, they just <laughs> you don't get the due process you do in America. Right. Right. Uh, so then, uh, meanwhile, the building's on the building's on fire just outside of Nev Campbell's apartment, and uh, she takes the kids into the bathroom. They take all of their towels and start dunking them in water so that they can wear them as they try to make their escape. And then the little girl says, "Are we gonna die?" 
<laughs> what do you think your mom's going to say, kid? What do you think? <laughs> I like that your problems with the kid yeah, asking like... and not Nev Campbell's 20 second pause before she says no. <laughs> Well, all I like she's is, really debating in her mind, like, how honest do I get with this kid? Right, yeah. Do I give her the odds? Do I say, well, there's a good chance we won't, but we may as well try. Yeah. Well, and I then can, eventually she goes, no. All no. I can think is if, if my kids if my kids asked me that, I'd be like, are you crazy? What are you talking about? <laughs> you yell at them. That's good, too. Yeah. <laughs> this is not the time nor the place, kid. Come on. <laughs> Shut up and run. Just put this over your face and run. Don't cry. Stop crying. We don't have time to talk about <laughs> <Yeah>. it. <laughs> Next thing we see uh the Elon Musk guy. They're they're trying to decide whether or not they should evacuate the building. And uh so he's got like his head of security who's like, we should leave. And then the other, there's like another guy who's like real, a real Weasley type guy who I think is in a Harry Potter movie, but I'm not sure. The, the Weasley. Uh, yeah. I, I, he was in some, uh, I, I, when he popped up, I was like, oh, I, I know his face from some stuff he was in when he was younger and he's always kind of like, yeah. I feel like Weasley. he's one of the potions teachers from Harry Potter or something, but I can't, I didn't take the time to look it up. I'll, I'll check it out while you're explaining it. Uh, so they're like, he says, uh, we should evacuate the building. And the guy's like, I don't want to evacuate. He's like, well, we should get ready to evacuate in case we have to. And Elon Musk is like, okay, well, hold on. Let me go to my apartment and open my giant safe that I have locked behind a super door. And inside the safe is just this one little device. And then... It's right around this point that the movie starts showing us a lot of reaction shots of the crowd that is gathered below. Uh, so for, like, for the rest of the movie, they keep showing these people who are watching the news unfold on these giant monitors. And it's as if the, monitor, it's as if the movie is trying to tell us how to feel uh, by the reactions of the crowd it gets it i feel like it gets really obnoxious and i know the movie was made for mostly international audiences uh but do they really need to spell it out so heavily the um like i know in like a japanese game show they they show a lot of reaction shots to everything so that the people watching at home know know what emotion they're supposed to be feeling and i'm like is is that what they're doing with this movie too like we're sp like they're unsure if they're supposed to be cheering for the rock or or not cheering for the rock that's what it feels like is that oh we're going to see the crowd oh okay yay the rock made it yay the rock made it and uh, it gets really obnoxious I, I got really sick of seeing the crowd react to things. <laughs> Update on this guy. His name's Noah Taylor. Noah Taylor. He was in Paddington 2. Good movie. Uh, see that you might have seen him there. He's in Peaky Blinders. I don't know if you've seen that. Oh, I hear that's a great show. Edge of Tomorrow. Awesome movie. Uh, he was in a season of Game of Thrones. Oh, who was he in Game of Thrones? He was in eight episodes. His name was Locke. With oh. an E at the end. Oh, I don't remember and him at all. Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. That movie sucked. Yeah. The Life Aquatic with Steve Zissou. Not a fan of that movie. 
I am. <laughs> really? Yeah. I'm never going to watch it again because I don't want to spoil my experience with it. Yeah. But it's stuck in my head for like 11 years trying I've, to figure out whether I liked it or I've not. Tried watching it. That I did. I've tried watching it a few times because everybody says how great it is. And like I always just fall asleep. Like, I think it's really boring. <laughs> it's got a great soundtrack. I don't even remember. Um, but yeah, I don't see I don't see any Harry Potter stuff. No, there, okay. So. Well, I'm still gonna refer to him as the Harry Potter guy. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Uh, meanwhile, in the tower, the fire is chasing Nev Campbell and her family. Like it's like like it's personal. The fire is chasing them around. Uh, Without any smoke, by the way. Yeah, no smoke. This, this this whole building's on fire. Nobody's got smoke inhalation problems except the kids' one second of asthma. And there's just no smoke at all. It's just like, wow, this this fire really wants me to be able to see and admire Nev Campbell's face. Yeah. Which is fine. And, uh, <laughs> I don't mind that. But. So it's at this point that like part of the security team has come down to rescue Nev Campbell. And right at this moment, the bad guys in the off-site location turn on all the vents to give the fire oxygen to like give it room to like expand. And it's like setting off a hundred bombs in the building, like uh, they they sh- the fire shoots up the elevator shafts, killing these two guys. The uh, the fire spreads all over. Oh the yeah, building. it explodes out of there. Yeah, like those guys, and and the rock gets to see it through the phone. It's like the, backdraft. Yeah, it's ridiculous, especially given that the rest of the movie, the fire seems to be taking forever to get to the top. Yeah. Uh, and there's a dramatic line where a guy's like, ladies and gentlemen, a $3.5 billion chimney. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it's dumb. So then, uh, so then we get back to the owner and the, the, the Weasley Harry Potter guy is like, you just know he's in on it. And he out of nowhere just pulls a gun on the security guy and, and the Elon Musk guy and starts shooting them. And then, uh, oh, because they're going to the helicopter, they're gonna, they're, they are gonna leave the building, the the helo as they call it. Yeah, and um, the the security guy goes, "No, we're not gonna get on the helicopter. That's not our pilot." For some reason, he recognizes that it's not the pilot, <laughs> and that and that means don't get on the plane. And the Weasley guy just starts shooting people, and then all the other terrorists show up. And there's a big shootout. They're going to take the Elon Musk guy hostage. And the security guy is still alive. And with his last breath, he shoots the helicopter pilot in the face, which causes him to move the helicopter forward and explode, creating a uh, distraction that allows the Elon Musk guy to run to his apartment, which is also a panic room. And... And then that's how he gets away. His yeah. that was is ridiculous. It's uh, dumb. It's dumb. Yeah. And this movie totally. We're gonna come back to this lacking heart and charisma. Yeah. This movie totally lacks heart and charisma. And I don't know how that's possible. I think maybe like The Rock must just be overworked because he's been in so much stuff. And it's not all The Rock's fault. Don't get me wrong. I mean, it's the movie itself. It just there's just so no fun in it. Yeah. And, 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 you know, we've been talking about this for a while. I don't even know how far into the movie this must be. Like, maybe like an hour. Yeah, I don't know. But I remember pausing it at like a certain point around here and going, oh my God, it's only halfway over. 
Yeah, and it's I don't think it's that long of a movie in terms of minutes. I think it's over two hours. Is it? I think so, yeah. Because I know there was one point where I, I paused it and I wrote, still 38 minutes, <laughs> question mark, question mark, question mark. Yeah. Uh, and that was uh, sometime after this. But but anyway, so yeah, that all happens. Uh, the guy gets into his panic room apartment and then the, the weasel guy starts looking for Nev Campbell. Right. Um, meanwhile, The Rock is like... Wait, what I have to say is, uh, I oh, think this he, is, he, this is, go ahead. this is my, I think my favorite part of the movie is okay. where, where we're, we're back with the rock. He's inside the building now and he's like in a little utility closet and he's yeah. got this big piece of shrapnel sticking out of his shoulder <laughs> Yeah, and he pulls it out. It doesn't look too big when it's in there, but yeah. he's pulling it out for like three seconds right? and it's like eight inches long. Yeah. Um, and he's got like this wound of duct tape and he says, and I have the quote, if you can't fix it with duct tape, you didn't use enough duct tape. And he just starts duct taping his wound, which, which is such a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, you know, I, I won't, I won't judge that because I'd probably do that if I didn't just pull that thing out and die. Yeah. Um, but I did think, really? You're cracking duct tape jokes while you're trying to save your family? Right. Yeah. Uh, it just doesn't work. Then then we're back with, with Nev Campbell and the kids, and she runs into the Weasley guy, and she's just looking for help. And this guy shows up, and she's like, oh, thank God, you're you're here to help us. And for no reason, the guy just pulls a gun on her and is like, you're coming with me. And she's like, I was going to go with you anyway. Why would you pull a gun <laughs> on me? And uh, right. anyway, the mom and the kids, they all get separated. Oh, well, and she just kicks his ass. Is that what happens? Yeah, she just starts... Like, like she, I think, knocks the gun out of his hand. She, like, beats him up a bit. The kids do end a little separated because there's tons of fire. Tons of fire, uh, but no smoke. And then, uh, and then, <laughs> then the guy gets back up and somehow gets sort of the upper hand. I don't know. She's still holding her own. Nev Campbell's pretty kick-ass in this movie. But then The Rock shows up and knocks the guy off the side of a broken bridge like it's nothing. Yeah. Like he, he knocks him off and then just turns to Nev Campbell and like, you okay? Yeah. Just no, no half second of like anger towards the guy. No, he doesn't even watch him fall. And that's a real fault of this movie because this you've got a huge building. And you don't see anyone actually fall. Right. You, you, you see them sort of fall off and like disappear, but you don't see the falling. Like if you're going to be Die Hard, you know, at the end of Die Hard, Alan Rickman's falling in slow motion, looking up at the camera. We and- get a dummy shot of uh, someone falling all the stories and then you hear somebody hit the ground. Yeah, this is like, he's gone. Don't even think about it. Like The Rock turns to Nev Campbell and asks, she's how, asks how she's doing. Almost as if it want the movie wants us to not process the fact that the rock just killed the dude. Yeah, <laughs> like it wants to move on so fast. It's really weird. Yeah, and this um, whole thing. Go ahead. No, well, I mean, he shows up with an axe. He's got this giant fire axe, and he like hits the guy with like the stick part of the axe to knock him off the ledge. 
and it's uh, like the PG thirteen is killing this movie. Oh yeah, absolutely. Because if absolutely. this if this movie was Die Hard, The Rock would have hit him with the axe, and that's how he would fall fell to his death. Right. But like he's got this giant axe, and he like uses it in like two different scenes, and he never hits anyone with it. Mm-hmm. Well, and then so here. And I think this is like how they try to. Sorry, I adjust my headset. Um, how they try to make up for the the PG thirteen is with a bit of like ridiculousness. Um, so like the kids uh, get separated. So there's Nev Campbell's on one end of this bridge, and it's broken in the middle. The son's on the other side, and then the daughter's somewhere like above them. Yeah, and they build a bridge with some big plank that the rock just rips off using the ax yeah. from this well-constructed building. Um, <laughs> and then like they have Nev Campbell go out across the bridge while the rock is, I'm not <laughs> sure how this is working. I don't either. He's holding the bridge together, <laughs> but it doesn't make any sense whatsoever. He's just it's holding like, these two cables <laughs> As hard as he can, he's just holding them up, which is like keeping the whole bridge together. Yeah. And it's it's just it's not shot in a way that helps you understand what's going on. Yeah. It really it's shot in such a way that it looks like the rock's just pretending. Yeah. <laughs> like like the way you might like if you were like fishing with a kid and you were fishing for a huge fish and you're like, sure. You can put your hands on the pole and pretend you're the one pulling the fish in. Yeah. It's like the rock's doing that with himself. He's like, "Yeah, I'll hold the bridge together." Yeah, and like, you're like cool. It doesn't cool, even man. look you like he's doing that. It doesn't even look like he's straining or anything. Oh, it's that's because he's not trying. He's just like standing there, like just, just like you gotta hurry up. I can't hold this forever. And I'm like, what are you even holding? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's fucking dumb. And then she jumps with the kid at the last second before he quote unquote drops the bridge. Yeah. Um and uh it's ridiculous and it's exactly the sort of thing that should be fun even just to laugh at. Yeah. But it's not. It's not. It's, it's just not. I'm having more fun just complaining about it right now yeah. than I would have laughing while I was watching it happen. I just it's so much of this movie is just rolling your eyes. It's yeah. just what the hell. It's and like to follow good. It's like they didn't know what to do with the rock. Like they're like, Oh, we got the rock, but he's gonna do all these strongman things. Sort of. It it yeah. They they didn't know they were doing anything here. Yeah, so so then uh, The Rock gives Nev Campbell some instructions that I don't understand at all. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, hey, finally, most of us are together. We got one daughter to get a hold of. Let's Let's split up. (laughs) Yeah, you take our son and ride down this elevator. I'm going to, like, unloose the elevator. You have to unloose something too eventually the brakes will kick in but you got to do something once you count to five yep that's what i wrote down too i'm like uh so the so the rock puts nev campbell and the kid in the elevator and he's gonna chop the cable that holds the elevator with an axe which i don't think is possible but he is the rock um and he says we have rock power so like they're on the 90th something floor and the rock says you're gonna count to five and pull this lever, and that's going to turn 
the brakes on. And I'm like, why not just tell them, pull the brakes when you're out of the fire? Right. Just wait. But instead, <laughs> he does all this math, I guess, yeah. in his head about terminal velocity and shit. Yeah. And he's like, now count to five. You're going to count to five and then pull the lever. Now, here's what actually happens. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he chops the thing. They start falling. There's time to see both of them reacting to this. Uh-huh. Probably about five seconds worth of that. Yeah. And then like Nev Campbell, Campbell goes, hey, kid, yeah. count with me. Yeah, <laughs> like she should already be at four. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, and then they're like, one, <laughs> two. It's like the fucking owl from the Tootsie Pop commercial. <laughs> oh, a one, a two, a three. And then like, and then they, they pull the thing and it works just fine. But what should have happened is they should have been dead already. Yeah. They, they should, should have, have smashed into, into the, the ground because they waited till they were halfway down to start counting to begin with. Yeah. It was, it was, oh God, it's just the worst. <laughs> and you know, now that I think about it, I'll bet you, you know, the one thing I'll give them, I wanted to give the movie credit for was Nev Campbell being a badass. But you know what? They probably wouldn't have done that if in Die Hard, the wife wasn't also a badass. Right. Because she was. And, oh, God, this fucking movie. Yeah. Uh, so then The Rock goes to rescue his daughter, but on the way, he's got to fight some guys and still isn't able to hit anyone with his axe. I'm like, if this movie was Die Hard, we'd see some good axing action. But instead, he just hits a pipe with it and then, and then like, lets it go. Uh, anyway, The Rock's daughter gets kidnapped. And the bad guy tells the rock, like the rock gets into a fight with these bad guys. The the bad guys get the upper hand and he tells the rock that he needs to figure out how to get into Elon Musk's panic room where they're going to kill his daughter. And so the rock, the rock is like, okay, well, I guess I'll figure out how to get into this unbreakable room. And he notices that a TV is still working and he goes over to the TV and there's like a news report about something Oh, I guess that's how he finds out his wife gets out, right? Yeah, yeah. He's trying to save his daughter, and he's really worried about her, but then he sees his son and his wife got out, and he's like, yippee! Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then he goes, hey, this this TV is also a computer. I could use the computer to figure out where the power is for this door. And the power is on the giant wind turbine that's on the outside of the building. And he goes, okay, I just have to go to that. Yeah. And this is the long version of it, because in reality, what happens is he goes, oh, my God, oh, there's got to be a way to open the doors. Bleep, bleep, bleep. Oh, there we go. It's right there yeah. in the turbines. Exactly. Like, it's, it's not the greatest news to find out that that's where it is. But in terms of going, oh, my God, there's this dilemma before me. However, will I figure out an answer? I've got one. Right. Right. It happens like that. And, and shortly before this, I, I want to go back for a second, because I'm wondering if you heard this. There's a there's a interaction with the rock and some guy who he's he's struggling with in like a metal hallway and when he punches the guy it's like this biggest super punch oh, sound. It sounds ever. like a super Indiana Jones punch. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Like I, I did like hear I that. drew I drew the whole like sound effect thing from like a Batman show and wrote punch. Yeah punch yeah so loud yeah it sounded like two pieces of meat being slapped together yeah i did hear that yeah that was ridiculous 
and here's here's we didn't even talk about the fact that these people were introduced before, but like Nev Campbell's meeting these two people who are like investigating what's going on. Oh, they're the cops. police people of yeah. some sort. And I don't know how this was in the theater, but the uh, version of this that I saw didn't have any subtitles. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was like, well, Nev Campbell can tell what they're saying because she speaks a bunch of different languages. Yeah. But I don't know. Does it matter? <laughs> no. Doesn't matter. You could figure it all out by context. Yeah. Because at some point they start speaking English and you're like, okay, they think The Rock is involved. She's going to somehow prove that The Rock isn't involved. Okay, so Nev Campbell now works with the police. The Rock figures out the only way to get into the panic room is by climbing along the outside of the building, jumping inside these giant wind turbines that power the whole building. And then in order to climb on the ledge, The Rock... Oh, first off, The Rock throws this big thing at the window. (laughs) It's just a thing. It's just like this big big heavy thing. He throws it at the window and it just bounces off. And The Rock goes, oh yeah? And so he backs up like two steps and throws it harder (laughs) and smashes through the window. And he almost falls out the window. Yeah. And so he, he gets some rope and then he gets some more duct tape from somewhere and like duct tapes his hands all up so that he can yeah. like stick to the Spider-Man side of the his way yeah. across the building. I thought that was a little clever. I was like, oh, that's a pretty good idea for for if you're gonna do something like that to have uh, a little bit of sticky. But like uh, yeah, but like I mean, I duct, tape, it's not, it's, duct tape it's not get, gonna work. It would last for like ten seconds, you know like well, I mean, The Rock's got to weigh 260 pounds. Yeah. <laughs> you know, ain't no fucking duct tape going to yeah. keep him stuck to the side of a building. Uh, so he brings this length of rope at, at with him, point, too. He admits this, though, and the movie gets very meta for yeah. a second because yeah. he goes, this is stupid. This is stupid <laughs> before climbing out the window. And I was like, you're right, The Rock. This is stupid. <laughs> yes. <laughs> But there is a lot of duct tape. Duct tape is probably third build after uh, Nev Campbell. There's a, there's a great moment later on when he meets up with with Elon Musk, and he's like, "We got to come up with a plan." And uh, and Elon Musk says, well, "What should we do?" And The Rock looks at him. He goes, "Do, do you got any duct tape?" <laughs> uh, and I I genuinely laughed at that. I was like, that, 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 "I I gave that like the second bit of charm." There was that other thing where he opened the door instead of having to bust it open, and yeah. that joke, and that's yeah. it. I was like, that's pretty good. Nice job, movie. You got me. So he makes his way over to the computer reset cable. He chops it, and then there's an explosion underneath him, and the wind turbine starts going super fast. And and he goes, well, I guess I'll just jump now. He just jumps. <laughs> but but on his way over there, he he like, I don't know if it's a pipe or what it is. There's something that's sticking out of the wall. Oh, yeah. And and I will say, it, it, it was pretty convincing. For the first time, it was like Dwayne Johnson cared. Um, Dwayne Johnson's the name of The Rock, by the way. <laughs> uh, and uh, <laughs> and The Rock grabs onto this pipe like he loves it. And, and that I actually appreciated because as someone who is afraid of heights, I was thinking like, man – He's just acting like he can go across here with no concern whatsoever. But then he gets to this pipe and he's like, thank God I can hold on to something. I'm like, oh, okay. Fair enough. Yeah. But then, but then he kind of tests its strength. Yeah. He like pulls on it and it like, and it like, I was like, oh, it's breaking. 
Well, and 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 on the other hand, like uh, the way he pulls on it isn't like, okay, I'm gonna brace myself on the wall so that I'm not risking falling and and kind of test it with my other arm. It's kind of like, hey, I'm holding on to this. Does it hold? And I'm like, what if it didn't? <laughs> you know, like yeah. what, if, what if he tested it by going, let me see if I can hang off this, and then it didn't. Well, and it doesn't anyway, so it doesn't matter. But but it just seemed like uh, uh, the half the half second before that was very convincing, where he's like, "Thank God I have this thing," and then that half second, I'm like, "I don't think you'd test it out that way." Right. I don't think you'd just be like, "Let me see if I still stick to this or uh, plummet to my death." Yeah. So he ties the rope to that thing, and then continues on his way. Uh, so then after he like cuts the cable that resets the power to the panic room he uh there's an explosion underneath him and he jumps through the wind turbine like he doesn't even bother to count he just like just decides to jump and he grabs the rope hooks his leg into the rope and it's his fake fake his fake leg gets caught in it and then he's like dangling from his leg as the the thing he was holding on to breaks and he swings down and it's the first interesting shot in the whole movie. Yeah, you think so? Where it's spinning around. Oh, yeah. Where where, all like, you're looking down from above him. Yeah. So for the first time, you can actually kind of get a sense of what it's like uh-huh. to be that high. It's the only shot in the movie where you actually like look down. Yeah. No, you're right. Um, That's a good point. Yeah. And so it was actually the, the only time that my own fear of heights actually kicked in for a second because he's you're you're looking down and it's spinning and i'm like oh it's so disorienting yeah and i think it you know like it was it was actually an effective shot and i was like for a half second i thought i was in an action movie yeah but then he's like hanging upside down by his fake leg and the fake leg starts to come off and <laughs> and i'll be honest i don't know how uh prosthetic legs connect to um to tissue to tissue and stuff but like you said, the rock probably weighs 260 pounds. I don't think that the that that leg could hold him like that for 10 seconds. But well, if it if it could, I'd imagine it'd be difficult to take it off at the end of the day. Right. Yeah. Um, so, but anyway, the rock is able to like reorient himself. He climbs back up the rope. Uh, the panic room door is starting to close and he like runs over to it and shoves his leg in the door to keep it from closing. And this is a giant ass door, like a big ass stone wall that's closing. And he just throws his magic leg in there and it like keeps it from, uh, keeps it from closing it. And that's how he gets in the room. And then he meets up with Elon Musk and then they join forces. Yeah. And, and, and then, my next note is from minutes later because yeah. I was just like, whatever. Um, they start fighting with people. Oh, well, the, yeah. it's before that we find out what all this is about. And the the reason that the oh, reason you that can go ahead and explain that. Cause I, yeah, even, I, I, I really can't. And so, so we find out that Elon Musk, when he first started building the tower, got extorted by a bunch of uh, crime syndicates and he fought back by like 
when he paid them, he was able to trace the money to all of the crime family's bank accounts. And so he has that information now for some reason. And if, if they mess with him anymore, he'll turn it over to the authorities and they'll be able to arrest the crime families. So he has this crazy looking flash drive that has all of the information on it. And that's, that's what they're going to, that's what the police are going to need to, to arrest the crime families. That's, that's how I read it. I was like, okay. Yeah, that, that sounds right. I'm like, okay, so this is all about like die hard. This is all about money. It's like a, it's like a robbery basically. So meanwhile on the ground, Nev Campbell is helping the police figure out where the bad guys will be making their escape for some reason. Uh, and they're like, well, maybe they'll go here. And no, they're not going to go there. Maybe they'll go here. Nope. Where there's this giant abandoned construction site. Do you think maybe they'll go there? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. How'd you put that together? You're a really smart one, aren't you? Yeah. Uh, And they're like, oh yeah, well, how do we know you're, you're not working with your husband? Who's one of the bad guys. And she goes, listen, if we go there and the bad guys are there, then, you know, I'm telling the truth. And the cops are like, okay, that sounds like a good plan. Let's go there. So then they leave. They they take Nev Campbell to the to the construction site, but uh, meanwhile the Rock and the owner come up with this stupid plan where they're they're going to pretend to give themselves up to the bad guys. They go to the bad guys, pretend the owner is tied up with duct tape, and then the owner pretends to to betray the Rock. Or something I yeah. really didn't understand what happened there. Like, like yeah, because they seem to to kind of say this was because you don't actually hear them come up with the plan. It's right. one of those things where they're like, "We're going to use these things to do the thing we're going to do." Yeah, you'll find out what it is when we do it. And when they when it all starts to play out, they like the guys like acting like he's betraying the rock and the rock's like, Oh, Oh no, no, you were supposed to do this. What are you doing? Oh my God. And he pulls the gun on him and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then a few minutes later, the rock's like, Oh, like he, he, as an audience member, you're like, this is the plan, right? They're, they're trying to convince these guys that he's turning on him. Right. And then a few minutes later, the rock's like, yeah, it really threw me off when you went off script like that. And I'm like, right. I almost believed you. Yeah, and then you're like, so did did he not do what was planned, right, or yeah. was, was that the was plan? Was that the whole plan? Yeah, but then like the Rock pulls a sword out of his pants. Okay, okay, <laughs> that surprised you too, because yeah. I was like, where'd that come from? <laughs> I must have been dozing off, which is yeah. believable. And it was it was at this moment that I realized that the the Rock never shoots anyone, like he's. He he never has a gun except for like at the beginning of the movie and then uh and then even then he doesn't shoot anyone. Like maybe the rock has something in his co- like movie contract that he doesn't shoot anyone to kill them because he doesn't shoot anyone. There's like a whole room full of guns and dead people and he doesn't pick up a gun. Well, I I know he shoots people in other movies, but you know, maybe Does he? maybe Doom uh, he definitely killed people in Doom. Well, that was like before he was like super big, though. Um, yeah, like he, I, I don't, don't know. I mean, like, the I don't rundown? think he shoots anybody in Fast and the Furious. The Rundown, he doesn't shoot anybody. He just punches people. Rundown is an awesome movie. 
I, I don't know. He might shoot someone. I, I'm sure he doesn't in walking tall because he's got a stick. He's got a big stick. A yeah. Two by four. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think even if he, even if that's not his deal um, to not have guns, I think this movie's, like I said before, you know, even when he does kill that one guy by throwing him off the side, like they're like, let's move on. Don't think about it. Yeah. Yeah, like like Bruce Willis is the hero of Die Hard, but we don't care that he's killing bad guys. John McClane shot people. He just needed to make a smart ass remark afterwards. Right? Yeah. Like so yeah, when John McClane kills somebody, you don't care. You don't care that he that he like he murdered somebody. But now that now the Rock does it, and you're like, oh man, he threw somebody off a building. I guess we, I guess he needed really good reasons for doing that. But it doesn't really matter. Anyway. The Rock kills a guy with a sword, which I did not see coming. Yeah. And so then they both, um, Elon Musk and The Rock, run into the giant holodeck room. Uh, and you're like, of course. Of course that's where they went, because this movie, this room only exists for an impractical fight to have a gunfight with The, the Rock. Meanwhile, on the ground, the cops get and Nev Campbell go to where the other bad guys are. And of course they're there. They're all just there waiting and uh, there's this big shootout with the police, and then Nev Campbell sees the really bad chick, uh, gets into a fight with her, and she starts hitting the horn on the car to alert uh, one of the cops. Which is a good idea. Yeah. The super badass chick starts strangling uh, Nev Campbell with a seatbelt while Nev Campbell is like laying on the horn. Uh, the cop shows up behind the bad chick, and uh, and she like you know gives up. But then Nev Campbell says hey and just kicks her in the face knocking her out and i'm like bad form nev she'd given up she'd already surrendered to the police bad form you can't just okay with it (laughs) you can't just kick somebody in the face nev i thought it was fine (laughs) and i was enjoying that nev kimball was kicking more butt I mean, if if anybody decides they're gonna watch this piece of garbage (laughs) just go into it uh, allow your mind to approach it as though Nev Campbell is the protagonist and not the rock. Yeah. And you'll probably have a better time. Uh, so back in the tower, it's time for the final confrontation between the head bad guy and the rock. Uh, oh, well it's, it's, it's getting there. People are getting taken out kind of one by one, one by one, one gets taken out by a parachute. Cause it's so windy that it would suck a parachute out of the building. Yet nothing else is getting blown around. Yeah. The the giant hall of mirrors is so confusing and disorienting, except for the rock who knows exactly where everyone is. And he's just yeah. like picking people off left and right. Well, that scene that we didn't actually get of him feeling around the walls to find the door was actually his, his moment to get the layout of things really well. Right. So the rock basically gets rid of everybody. Elon Musk gets shot and the rock hides him in a little corner somewhere and uh the rock goes and approaches uh the last the last bad guy like the boss bad guy and it's it's a move it's a moment that's eerily similar to the beginning of the movie where where the bad guy is holding uh his child and what would you do yeah and it's like what would you do differently if you could do it again and you're like and you're like And so, like, I'm like, oh, this is kind of a neat, dramatic thing because, like, everything that is The Rock now is based on that one moment where where he reacted a certain way. And if he does it differently, nope, he's just behind him. <laughs> <It's> just... <laughs> 
is is like all of the drama that 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 was like naturally infused into that moment is is just thrown out the window immediately because the bad guy's looking at a, a mirror. And, well, I feel like that drama wasn't actually even there. Yeah, just because it's so cliche. But I guess says, yeah, it kind of gets says, taken out of it. The Rock it's just like, says, "One thing you should know." The Rock says, "Like I'm behind you," and just kicks the guy off the building and throws a grenade at him for good measure. So it's like, did the grenade kill him, or was it the fall that killed him? And who cares? Yeah, he. Well, he's yeah. It's a midair explosion. Yeah. It's the closest thing you get to seeing someone fall. And, uh, it, it, well, I actually I had kind of a reverse response to that. Because when he's like, one thing you should know first, I was like, I don't even, what, what's it going to be? You know? Uh-huh. And he was like, I'm behind you. I was like, oh, that's actually kind of fun. <laughs> like, I wasn't, I, 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 I felt a little silly for having not figured that out because it's a room of mirrors. Uh-huh. But uh, but I kind of enjoyed it actually for my part. But then speaking of drama, then the rock gets down to the ground, and there's like all this like sl- I don't think it's actually slow motion. Oh wait, no, no, like no! You're you're jumping ahead because there's, Am I? there's something very important that happens, which I'm is, sure it is which is the rock gets his daughter back. And because of yeah. the rapidly spreading fire, the rapidly spreading, oh, Jesus, <laughs> the rapidly spreading fire, he sits down and holds his daughter and gives up. He gives up. <laughs> he like sits down on the ground and starts crying. Meanwhile, on the ground, Nev Campbell finds the Rock's iPad and she knows how to use it for some reason. Oh, right, right. She restarts the fire suppression system, which at this point should be beyond destroyed, like from the damage of this giant fire. And then she makes a joke about turning it on and off again, like from the beginning of the movie. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And, You're uh, right. That this, happened. This massive fire goes out in a matter of seconds. Oh yeah. But right luckily, away. luckily, the hero of the movie spent the last five minutes sitting on the ground crying after giving up. You know, I must have dozed off again there because I didn't <laughs> notice that he did that. I do remember the Nev Campbell stuff with the the iPad rolling my eyes on that. But yeah. Okay, so then the rock gets down to the ground somehow. Yeah. Uh, you know, they go up because the building's not on fire anymore. Uh-huh. And, uh, and everything's, like, so super, super drama. Like, super slow. Oh, my God. Is he going to find – I'm like, we know he's going to find his family. They're down there safe, God. They've yeah. They've been there for, like, like, the last hour. He's, like, yelling for his wife, like Rocky yelling yeah. for Adrian. Yeah, it's just like – like if he doesn't catch up with them, it's like the fucking American tale, and it's gonna take you know three months for him to get across the country and find them. Yeah. No, they're there. You're gonna find them. Yeah. Sure. He's a. He, you know, actually, I don't even mind that the Rock is screaming for them because like he wants to find his family, but it's really the music and the way it's shot that makes it seem like I should be on the edge of my seat. And I'm like, no. Yeah. All, all the threat stuff's gone. He's, all it is now is the laborious procedure of finding each other. Yeah, the movie could have been two minutes shorter without this slow motion scene of him looking for his family. <laughs> and it should be shorter. It should be shorter. Movie is and way too long. Yeah. And then there's more. And then there's more. Because then uh, The Rock's like, we should go home. I, I don't know why I make The Rock talk like Rocky. He doesn't, but like... Because <laughs> it would be a better like, movie with Stallone. Uh, no. <laughs> but anyway, he, he he says, let's go home. And I'm like, wait, hold on. 
you still have like an eight inch puncture in your upper left quadrant. Yeah. No, you shouldn't go home. You've got you a giant. Go directly he's, to the hospital. He's still got a knife wound in his arm from when the guy stole his purse. Like, like he's really banged up he should get some medical attention and then there's and then like at the end of die hard he makes eye contact with the the main cop guy and uh, and and uh, and i started going oh man this if this is just like die hard then then like a bad guy should pop up at the very end you know like at the end of die hard and it doesn't the end no instead the guy's like it's really nice to meet you and the rock is like who the fuck are you pleased to meet you too but but they haven't interacted at all. I know, There's right? There's no reason The Rock would give a rat's ass about meeting this guy. Yeah. He has no idea he even exists. They have had no interaction. In, in Die Hard... In, when- in Die Hard, John McClane and that guy had been talking the entire movie. Yeah. They had been each other's, like, rock. Yeah. Not, no pun intended here. But, like, <laughs> oh, good God. It was so dumb. And then, and then, at the end... After everything's gone wrong, they're like, hey, Hong Kong Elon Musk, what are you going to do now? Yeah. And he's like, rebuild. rebuild. And I'm like, you know, what if Jurassic Park had ended that way? Yeah. <laughs> he goes, Mr. Hammond, I've decided not to endorse your park. And John Hammond went, well, I'm going to build another one. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to uninvent dinosaurs. The, the freaking end. end. Good job. Yeah. So that was Skyscraper from 2018. Not a good movie. No. It might be enjoyable if you're with a bunch of people and maybe drinking. Yeah. Uh, but otherwise, save your two hours that feels like three hours. Yeah. The movie could have told, like, they should have made a rated R movie with a lot of violence. I think it would have been a lot more fun to watch give the rocks some more fun things to say and do. I mean, if you're going to make die hard, make die hard, you know, don't like, don't make die hards five, make die hard one. If you're going to make, or just don't just go watch die hard. Yeah, that's, what <laughs> I feel like, like, that's what I feel like doing right now is just watching die hard. Yeah. Just, you know, release that in the theaters again. It's okay. People will pay to see it. Die hard's great. It doesn't cost any money to do that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like throw it out there for a short run. Yeah. Maybe around Christmas. It's gotta be like the thirtieth anniversary at some point soon. Yeah. Well, that was skyscraper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. And then uh the very end of the movie, like there's like a credit sequence where we just there. There's, there's oh, like I just turned it off immediately. Well, like the movie like floats around all the CGI, like it just shows you all the sets of the movie, and I'm like, oh, that's great. I will, I will give the movie credit that the fire looked real. Like, like I bet none of the movie there was any real fire. Um, yeah, the it, it looked real, but like we said before, there's no smoke. So, yeah, the fire itself, I, I'll, I'll agree, it, it does look real. I didn't even think about it, which is probably a good sign for the effects being effective. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I thought a lot of the visual, the visual effects were were really well done. It was just in a bad movie, like like you just didn't care about anything. Yeah, I think if this movie had been edited, if it had more humor, mm-hmm. and if the 
uh, cinematography had been such that it was interesting. Like that one shot where he was spinning around. Yeah. Then it actually could have been fun, but it just, it didn't fire on any of those cylinders. Yeah. Have you ever seen the towering Inferno? No, I haven't either, but I hear it's a very good movie, but I was tempted. I was tempted when I was looking this up and (laughs) I was tempted to, uh, watch another movie called uh, Skyscraper starring Anna Nicole Smith (laughs) (laughs) and then then reviewing that alongside you. (laughs) But I didn't want to watch that Uh. either. Alright, well I think we're going to end the show because it's been on for long enough. Uh, Thanks. We only saved you a half hour. Yeah. Listeners. Um... If you enjoyed the format of the show this week, let us know. Maybe we'll do some more like this, like a deep dive into a movie. Um, but, uh, Matt, anything to plug? Anything you want to share with the world? Uh, no, not really. I got nothing right now. Yeah, I don't have anything either. Um, I, will, I would like to add, um, we had some cool or some interesting comments uh, from Instagram uh, this nice. past week uh, about assassins. And uh, let me see if I can pull that up quickly. One list or one uh, Instagram fan disagreed with our assessment of the movie Assassins, and he said, uh, uh, "Like they said it was good." He says he's just stating his opinion, but this movie was way ahead of its time when it comes to action and storytelling. Uh, he can name a number of action movies made today that are not even on the level of what Assassins was, and that was 21 well, years ago. True. Uh, he loved the funeral scene when, when uh, Stallone had the fake arm cast. Uh, and for that time, it was really impressive. And uh, I told uh, that's Robert100 underscore on Instagram. And I was like, oh, well, thanks for chiming in, Robert. Thanks for uh, getting engaged with the show. So you can do that, too. Uh, send us a message on the Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all that stuff. We're, we're on there. Um, but if that's the end of the reel... We will see you next week in film.